Hello, solvers, and welcome to this week's episode of the Infinite Escape Room. This is a pubisode week, so if you want to hear the escape room itself, go back one episode and listen to and one, two, three, four. The reasons for that title will now hopefully be clear to you. So this week in the pub, join Anna, Jamie, John, and Emma to discuss last week's room. Anna's haunting biscuit-based dreams, better ways to talk to mad people about hell, how to impersonate King Charles while staying prostrate a lot, and the effects, good and bad, of alcohol consumption before escape rooms. Well, here we are, guys, in the radish and pedo, <laughs> which uh, i got to say is looking a little bit worse for wear. It's really gone downhill since it yeah. went out of fashion in the 70s. <laughs> topical uh, so yeah a bit dusty and uh, a bit empty what with most of its clientele being in prison or dead <laughs> well, I'll kick off shall I uh, I'm going to order from the bar actually it's the kind of thing that you could order from this bar <laughs> oh no uh, oh no what is I it? have I am ordering a a can a tin of hail to the king best bit oh wow that is <laughs> Very patriotic. Yeah, there's a dog with a it's crown. Got, yeah. There's a dog with a crown. It's got bunting on it. Wow. And it has been brewed in partnership with Freedom Brewery. Oh, oh God. Wow. Sounds like the kind of made-up institution. Like a think tank that was made up to make it sound like Brexit had widespread support, you know? Mm. But also it's got... Um, well, it's for, oh, actually, yeah, it's a King Charles Spaniel, though. So it's probably for the it coronation, has, isn't it? It is indeed a King Charles Spaniel. And we've got a king well now, spotted. King Charles. It, it does have a, a, a very strong scent of colonialism about it, so I'm hoping the flavour is either an imperial stout or an India pale ale. Yeah. Well, it just said bitter, and it is from Aldi, so let's manage those expectations. <laughs> like that, shall we? But I, I like that it's, it's more of a feel of a cavalier than the round head. Like, it's like kind of more... Like refined royalty, yeah. they've managed to come up with a beer so bland oh. that chilling it does not improve it. Oh. Wow! Is this the first time you've drunk it, or have you had? It a... is. Oh. Is that what it says on the on the can? <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> they need to fire their, uh, their copy. Here's the uh, here's the blurb: a malt driven beer with little hop character, a touch of bitterness on the finish from roasted barley, and a deep reddish hue imparted by the malt used for its production, as opposed to other malts. One <laughs> expect toasty and caramel flavors along with a light coffee like bitter finish. What a crock of Anna! What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a lovely Cronenberg's. Cronenberg 1664, chased down with a bit of Gary Baldy biscuit. Oh, lovely. Um, Ooh, wow. Little <laughs> Gary dipping Baldy. the biscuit in the Cronenberg. Yes. Sorry? No, no that... I'm not dipping. No, oh, you're more, dipping going going you're more of a pourer. More... No, the thing is, is that I had a dream last night that um, a very angry woman was telling me off for not finishing the packet of Gary Baldy's. And so I woke up this morning and I saw there was only two left and I thought, well, you know. I've Don't want to piss her off. I better finish them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the prophecy. The prophecy. <laughs> Something terrible might happen if I hadn't finished the pick, the, the packet of Gary Baldy. So I finished it. I have to say, Anna, um, I, as a policy, do not follow the instructions given to me in dreams. <laughs> yeah, but when they're so specific <laughs> and easy to follow. And the woman was That's very true. angry. She was very upset that I hadn't finished the packet of Gary Baldy, so... I just added the biscuit because, as usual, yes, I am drinking a cheap beer. <laughs> Not the, a fancy beer. <laughs> as am I. Jamie, what are you drinking? 
Uh, hi, I'm Jamie, and I went and got a selection of the fanciest slash well, most Welsh-sounding beers I could for this recording. So oh, I'm drinking a bottle of Gwydion from... Hang on, let me get to the name. The, the brewery is the the Bragdy Llew Brewery. Uh, One more time. Bragdy Llew. Sorry, there was some interference there. I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> the Welsh language is basically static. Uh, it's Well, there's a little map, thankfully. It's right up in North Wales. Uh, near Anglesey, but not on the island itself, and it's uh, surprisingly strong for a four point seven percent beer. Mm. Um, I quite like it. It describes mm. itself as as strong and magical, just like uh, the man Gwydion himself. Highly recommended. Strong and magical. Sorry. Fair enough. Once again, I I picked it purely based on the, the label. There's like a, a oh yeah, that that's, is, a, that's oh. a good There's way. a wizard there, and he's like blasting shit with his stick. You know, I can't say no. I see. Emma, bring us home. Uh, I'm Bailey, and I, as uh, I'm working up to be a pro professional Prosecco bubble counter, I've got my Prosecco. So, uh, yeah. And what numbered glass of Prosecco are you on, Bailey? Three. Nice. What's the bubble count on that bad boy? Mm. It's not bad. I I got it. It must be going um, down, surely. It must be going down as the as because the, as, the bottle is sitting presumably, so the bubble count in each glass must. Oh, be going I don't. Down. I don't know the scientific nature of it. I just count the bubbles, John. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> don't ask me how it works. Yeah, but um, yeah, but actually, this was really good. If you've got a nectar card with Sainsbury's, five pound a bottle. Bloody hell! So I got me some of them. Nice. So uh, yeah, and it's actually nice. Nice, nice, so, nice. Uh, This is the BBC. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this breaking news. The Russian Federation has launched a nuclear attack against the West. Please proceed to Asia. I'm just kidding. Emma's internet went down for a bit. So we waited. Was it something I said? Oh my goodness, I've just realised something. So the podcast episode was set in hell. The last time we set a podcast in hell, the recording went to pieces. And I think it was Emma, like Bailey, back then, <laughs> like dropped out halfway through. This is exactly what Jesus. happened last time. What happens when you don't repent? Or is this Mike playing the long game with his treachery? <laughs> like three years. <laughs> okay, while we're waiting for Bailey to return, um, let's let's chew the cud about the room we've just done, guys. So... <laughs> You were indeed in the waiting room of hell. That was, I, I said as a hint in the room, that was a classic example of the hard things being easy and the easy things being hard. And I was true to that. You'd solved and used the number sequence very, very quickly and understood what was happening very quickly. Every time you dialed the phone, got customer services and gave the wrong answer about where you were, all the numbers shifted one. Yeah. Now, mm. you dialed correctly the first time, which slightly ruined that interaction because I was hoping you were going to try a few numbers and it would start moving things around in the room and that would completely confuse you. <laughs> and then it came back. So, Bailey, welcome back. We just started talking about the room and I was just saying to the guys that the... um. The number sequence, you actually sold all that stuff really early. You had everything solved except where you were in about eight minutes. Hey. That was pretty freaking um, sweet. Which is amazing. At several points, you you initially and then Jamie both said hell. You said, are we in hell? But never, never used it on the phone line. And Jamie, I think at one point you went, ah, oh, hell. <laughs> in frustration. <laughs> yep. 
Keep going. That's right. Yep. (laughs) And uh, Emma, while your internet was down, you wrote to the group WhatsApp, fucking hell, which is what the ghosts were representing. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, shit. Was I right about the other things? Okay, try and work them out. So I thought it was hell freezing over. No. Okay, Judas's (laughs) coins. No. Okay. Was the bat bat out of hell? Bat out of hell. Correct, Jamie. Of course. Can you do the other two? Like a snowball, like a snowball in hell? Hell of a snowball? Oh, was a snowball's chance in hell. Boom, Jamie. Oh, Jamie. Nice. Not a snowball's chance in hell. Oh, okay. And- fucking hell. A bat out of hell. And the coin? Where the hell are my fucking coins? <laughs> what? No. What's- Think about this. So for that one, let me just reread it. A, ghost, a ghostly coin slot exists in the wall. Every few seconds, there is the sound of an indistinct voice on the other side of the wall berating someone. Then a trio of ghostly coins fall through the slot. Money won't buy you happiness? No, it's about hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> what would that voice be shouting? This is like a take, you take you and your money straight to hell. Fuck Go off. to hell, you and your money. You can't take it with you. You can't. No, no, no. Um, this is like this is like catchphrase now, John. <laughs> it, is, it is. I do love this catchphrase. Is say what you hear. It is. No, this room was very say what you see. <laughs> oh, um, voices. Right, think about it. It's it's often it's kind of an Americanism. Oh God, America. Sorry, America. America. It's America. T- take your coins and get the hell out of my <laughs> hell, room. Shop. There'll Pieces. be hell to pay. Oh. 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 Oh, very nice. good, John. Nice. Cheers. Yeah, that was good. Sneaky. Though you were, Emma, you were totally on the right track. Yeah. You just... I got them all wrong. talking about what they represented. You got, you, you know, you got one right. Which one? Um, You, um... No, I didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> so, you didn't but like, hell freezing over was not correct, but you were on the right track with talking about the items in terms of hell, mm. and that, that was why you were in hell. You were in hell... For you in fucking hell, uh, that we held to pay, bats out of hell, uh, and not a snowball's chance in hell. Yeah. Nice, sneaky. Now, awesome. So, yeah, I like that. So, the, but there were two components to the room. There was there was the figure out where you are, and then there was figure out what number to dial on the phone to get customer services. Now, what I thought was going to happen was that you would start using numbers, call customer services as you did initially, get the wrong answer the numbers would all change and that that would confuse you. I, And it sort of did, but it sort of didn't because you, you kept very, very careful track of how much everything was. So you never, you never didn't know what to type in the phone. That section was actually easier than I'd intended. Mm. I thought that was going to be trickier. Uh, you did fixate on the, the list of numbers a little bit, but you very quickly worked out that there was only one combination missing. And so those were all the combinations in the phone. The skeleton had been trying and hadn't got and the phone I to just ring. just got the, ah, right, and then got it on the... And there was one left. So once once you did that the first time, and you got it right instantly, I I made a mistake. I made the that part of the room slightly too easy. I made the the order that the numbers were in clockwise around the room yeah. because i was concerned about how difficult the other interaction was and i didn't want that it to be like three really hard things. I, I think it would have like because we were so stumped on on where we were because the the hint of which num the order for the numbers was the combination that was missing in the list yeah mm. and i should have let that be the big enough hint but i was worried that it it wouldn't work so i i put it in clockwise order and and you just did that and oh damn. 
So that bit you sailed through really quickly. And then I thought, oh, God, they've only been in there seven minutes, and all they've got to do is work out where they are. I'm screwed. I'm going to do a dom. And now the room gets sold in like nine minutes by one person. Um, but uh, then good old the good old human ability to overcomplicate something simple mm-hmm. came to the fore. And you guys tried everything. I felt so lost <laughs> at certain points there. But the the tragic point there, Anna, was that you the bit you felt lost on was already. Sold. I know. Why did you make me look at all those numbers? Yeah. I read them out as well. You did. You did a good job. Did you read them out? I read, no, no. You read some numbers out. <laughs> I tried. I tell you what, you stumped me a bit, John, because when we were asking like what the floor and the ceiling and everything looked like, you were very much like. It is a a, a port, like a plain stone wall. Uh, but you're, it was all the same. So then I was like, well, are we just in a... That's why the second time I was like, just a plain grey stone wall, mm-hmm. a room, you know, and I was... Yeah, so that stumped me a bit. And then the warm. and then But then you said it's slightly warm. I was like, oh. So the slightly warm thing, I thought, well, give them something. Yeah, if that was a good clue. Yeah, that, that sh- I should have but- stuck to my guns and... We would have been out there sooner. <laughs> you would have been. Had you actually tried hell on the customer services line when you first thought of it, Emma, you guys would have been out in there in like 12 minutes. Wow. It's the fastest and, and room I've ever done. would have been tied for the fastest solve we've ever had. Yeah. But um, I, I wanted an interaction where you could come up with the right idea and even say it. All you had to do was say it, but you had to say it in the correct sort of circumstance. Mm. You had to pick up the phone and dial the number and then say it when the, the customer services guy asked. Otherwise, the second somebody said hell, the room would kind of be over yeah. and there's a decent possibility that someone's just going to say mm. that. that that's, that's part of the beauty of the simplicity of it, though, is that there wasn't much else for us to interact with. You were just left there with yourselves. Yeah, even if we'd correctly interpreted the four different um, sayings as being part of hell, at least I would have still overcomplicated it and gone, there's, there's something else to it, and then I would have gone down the rabbit hole, because that's what my brain likes to do. So I like that, yeah, that even though there wasn't much to distract us, we still distracted ourselves so much. <laughs> I also wanted a room where the same thing works in for two souls. So the ghosts were both the number you had to dial in the phone, and also the hint of where you are. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 And it was the same figures doing the same thing. Me and Mike did a, a, a real live room recently um, where the, I won't name it just in case someone, someone goes, where the, the method of solving all of the puzzles was the same. Oh. Like the every single puzzle, you had to do the solution in the same place. And it wasn't like, oh, enter the number here. It was much more like physically interactive. You had to move a load of stuff around to a certain position for each puzzle solve. And they could be done in any order. And I really like that as an alternative. Like you had a sort of solving center in the room and you'd always go back to that place to do your solve physically and then and then find out if it worked and if you're right and then go off and do something else. Oh, it was cool. an interesting way of avoiding, you know, endless combination locks. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That's cool. Yeah. But when we you first saw when we first saw those combinations of numbers, my instinct was uh, there's a four, there's a there's a padlock somewhere that we're not just not seeing. I didn't even consider the phone. Until until think Bailey, you were like, mm, <laughs> yeah. just, just just dial the number. Like, oh shit, yeah, other things can have digits, <laughs> not just combination locks. <laughs> yeah, four combinations. I was a bit worried though when it took us like the first five minutes just to work out how the skeleton was positioned, and it meant nothing. It I meant mean, nothing. That was that was beautiful. It, it was fun though. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, pros was it pros- prostrate. prostrate? Yeah, yeah. 
prostrate. Uh, I love the word prostrate because it's so easy to get wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a U-turn of meaning. If you get it wrong, it goes from something sort of almost spiritual to something just <laughs> plainly anatomical. <Yes. laughs> that a skeleton does yeah, not right. have, like he said. So uh, the skeleton does not have it. Yeah. Doesn't have a prostrate. But do you got what is so what how how would the skeleton in your like when you when you used the word originally? How was the skeleton lying in your mind, like like outstretched okay. like that? So right, I I have a little admission. I was under the misapprehension that prostrate simply meant helpless, oh, sort of right. slumped, helpless. That's what I thought. Just lying on the floor. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and Anna, even you dug out a definition that basically <laughs> said that as well. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> anyway. And to be fair, you know, at the, at the coronation of King Charles III, we all got down prostrate in front of our televisions. Yes. And swore our oath of allegiance. Of course. Oh, that's, 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 yeah, absolutely. Course yeah, Just in yeah, case they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you, Emma. Yeah, definitely me uh, and absolutely. Jamie. Like, we I, did. I didn't really well. know that it was mm. happening that day and it just happened to be <laughs> randomly. As you know, <laughs> you just in, in the middle of the yeah, street. Yeah, I was just in the middle of my shopping. Did Prince Charles, did well, King Charles, appear to you in a dream and berate you for not being for not prostrate? Eat. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> I'll tell Camilla. <laughs> we'll beat you senseless. Or you're, or you're, or you're doing Prince Charles in person. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Uh. Well, Camilla, you you need to get up and. Uh, and uh, put yourself prostrate on the oh, no, not like that. Can I know? That's quite a good one. <laughs> that, was a bit weird. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, I mean, thank you. <laughs> was there was there anything in the room that you felt was unduly misleading or unfair? I think it was everything that we needed was there. I suppose for me, I didn't even consider the wordplay aspect of those four those four elements in, in the walls as being idioms for different things of hell. Um, the only thing that might have clued it in more potentially, no, 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 because I was going to say maybe like double hockey sticks, because in, in the US at least, they, when they instead of saying hell, they spell it H E double hockey sticks because they don't want to spell the oh, word hell. I didn't know that. Really? I've never heard that. Yeah. It usually correlates with the same areas that want to promote fascism in the 21st century. Don't like to say the word hell because, you know. <laughs> If you're at the point, I mean, if those people are listening, they've had a tough time. Oh, they are seething. <laughs> I, I feel if, if you're at a point where you can't even mention the made-up nasty afterlife, because even the mention of the name of the made-up nasty afterlife is enough to either send you there, I guess, or like make a bad thing happen, then you're at a level of superstition that is beyond what is asked of you in the christian faith yeah. i know like some people don't like it because they view it as like a, a, a swear word and it's curse word but... yeah oh yeah but there's worse like it's just like and hey chi double hockey sticks like it just it's just a weird i i really like faux swear words where it's something not just like ah sugar shut the yeah. front door stuff like that yeah 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 shut the front door I, I love stuff like that when it, it you're you're shouting something really really inoffensive loudly <laughs> and angrily. That's great. Yeah. yeah, anything can be a swear word within a conviction. My all-time favorite is is um from the IT crowd where Masters just goes ploppers. <laughs> <laughs> the comedic like, timing. Nice, nice one eighty on on that. Did you? 
plan to do a, a room set in hell already? Was it already, or was it based on steps ending? No, I I wanted to do a room. I sort of didn't really do it. This always happens to me where I have a, I have a concept that I want to do, but I can't come up with a, a whole room to fit in that. So it ends up being a sideshow. And the concept was that I wanted to do a room where you're on a phone line for the whole thing. Ooh. And you're going round and round in this nightmare of like a customer services support line from hell where you never get anywhere and you're bounced between departments and you're on hold and then they hang up and you have to go through the entire process again and just make it really, really awful oh. <laughs> uh, as a representation of hell. And then and then my brain, brain went, yeah, but that's really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> or I could have set one in hell again. Uh, and the, the ghost thing then came to me. I think it's the limitations of a podcast, you, you know, the, when you've got to rely on description yeah and describing it in a way that it makes sense and you're not going oh you know just like going round and round but i I really liked it john yeah i did jamie the um i think it maybe needed a better hint for where you are and then one more thing to solve after that Mm. and it would be a bit fuller a bit more fleshed out yeah maybe it could have been one more little yeah one more thing puzzle um i think one thing that might have clued us into where we were potentially a little bit earlier, is when you mentioned the floor being slightly warm, how that temperature increased as time went on. Or mm. with every wrong answer we give and the, the cycle repeats, it gets you, progressively yes. hotter. You could have even had two set That's of clues nice. that you had all those elements that you already had, and then perhaps like a little poem or something, or like a riddle about hell. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's many good ones. That would have been good. Mm. I just, oh, it's so it's so hard because when when it's the same what you see thing like idioms mm. about hell, it's a a solve where you will suddenly get it instantly and know the whole thing. Yeah. And and the tipping point for when a, a person's mind sees it and thinks about it in a different way for a moment and realizes and pop, it's there. I find it really hard to judge stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where where that where that moment is? Because it's different for different people. Yeah. That's why I wanted idioms because it's they were good. It's stuff that we all just sort of know, mm. but it's background. It's stuff that you've heard, phrases that someone has said or that have been on TV or in culture generally, and just sort of floating around, rather than some like a specific piece of literary knowledge that you you need or wouldn't need, or that would give you an advantage. Something that you all have definitely heard all of these things and are definitely aware of them and definitely associate them with hell, but present them out of context as images that just make no sense. And yeah, it, it, it makes it... There's something about that that's, that's, that says yeah. something interesting about the human brain, but I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, because the, the, the word has been removed entirely from the place. Like yeah. you say mm-hmm. fucking hell or the hell to pay like no very rarely is somebody exactly picturing a physical space or even like a dimensional thing it's just it's literally just it's a word it's a it's a reflex when you say it Phrase. yeah, yeah. I, have yeah. To say, I was very pleased with fucking hell that was it good was, the, the dick mashing was top notch <laughs> the mashing was was a beautiful invention from you guys uh <laughs> but the, my, my hint there was the shocked expressions on all of their faces as if as if they were in the middle of fucking, fucking hell, hell. Uh, uh, oh, i i, I oh, thought he was okay. more of a my dick my dick's getting mashed oh no i'm in hell, <laughs> I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in hell. <laughs> I 
another sorry just to, like to add to the dante's inferno thing well we did we did do the circles of hell uh, we have way back that. yeah, yeah. we did do the circles of hell we only did four circles i think ah. it was during lockdown yeah. i think i remember i don't know if i was on that but i definitely remember. And you were and that was back when each of us that was in the early days that was when each of us brought a little room. oh my gosh yeah everyone brought a puzzle and there was a beautiful, I remember in your puzzle, baby, there was a beautiful moment where yours ended up with like a, a formula, like being not a sum. And as we were working it out on our little calculators, you, you literally went, I really hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope the answer is right. Uh, oh my God, that's, that's an old day, isn't it? Oh man. Love it. Yeah, like, same as you, Anna. Maths is not my strong point. Oh, all. dear. No. <laughs> so. but, this, but this room it had the appearance of maths, but I had no maths mm. in it. Yeah. yeah. Lots of numbers. No actual just maths a, required at just all. Just a bamboozleless. And I, I've, I have a huge problem with maths in escape rooms. I, me and Mike, again, did a room local to here. And you can uh, listen to our review of that room on the first Mike and John Review the Room uh, mini-episodes page. Ooh. <laughs> that's Bonus. cool. And there was some, there was an equation, not an equation, there was a sum you had to do in it. And you had to remember the GCSE method for the order to do the different well, functions in the sum to get the right answer. Bod oh mass. my God. Uh. I had to remember bod mass. And the hint when I got it wrong was, well, I think it was bid mass. Yes, no, bid mass. The, oh. the hint that came up on the screen was, remember bid mass. And I lost my. Yeah, I'd be like, throw down tools, <laughs> getting out of here. Goodbye. I'm not here to learn, bitch. <laughs> No. I did not pay like, 30 quid to remember to GCSE re- maths. I wanted to, to come and refail GCSE Oh, God. <laughs> well, I nearly punched a hole through the door in a Harry Potter theme room. So, like, uh, like if they presented <laughs> oh, Bodmas to me, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would have lost my mind. Like, yeah, same as you. Oh, my God. Bidmas. <laughs> I'm looking this up now. Bidmas. Oh, what is it? Oh, don't. Bracket. Why would you do that to yourself, Anna? Division multiplication because I had flashbacks. That's why. <laughs> oh, in addition to relive the trauma. Oh, I should have. I should have put algebra in there. Oh, I had a maths <laughs> teacher. She was the best lady, and she she her house. And you was, failed her. You'd walk in, and there were just towers of books, and I was just like, oh, I'm going to die in here because they were just <laughs> completely untethered to anything. And I remember having a maths. A tutoring session in the middle of the room, and, and oh, no. a little mouse came up and was just this stared a dream? at me. No, this one was real. <laughs> no, this woman was real. She was she hoarded books, and I loved her very much. She was amazing. <laughs> but yes, no, oh, she, wow. she tried to get a binder out from one of the things, and I had to stop her because she was going to cause an avalanche. Wow. <laughs> just injure us both. No, she's a nice lady, but um, I don't know if she's still alive. But yes, I got a B. I got a B. Oh, <laughs> damn good. Well done. They managed to tutor me up to a B for GCSE maths. Very happy about that. Good on her. Oh, well done. And then you spent that that tuition, that knowledge, by drawing rocks for a living. Yeah, maths, maths in escape rooms is my kryptonite, where I assume in the moment that I can do the maths puzzle. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. But yeah, not that great at the best of times. With the time pressure added, I absolutely suck. But every time I go in, I try again, like an idiot. Mm. It's it's amazing how much worse the time pressure makes people at doing simple yeah. things. At doing things that they would be perfectly mm. capable. The, the last room I did, actually not the last room, the one before, had, as the final puzzle, a pretty simple... There's a thing in one place with some symbols on it and numbers attached to the symbols and a thing in the other place which shows you the symbols inside phrases. The order that the symbols are shown 
is the number that is the code. Mm. And that's the last thing in the room, right? Pretty straightforward. We had 45 seconds to go on a 75-minute room, and it was just the two of us. And so we were so close, and we knew we were so close to the end. And it took us, I think, four attempts to do this, (laughs) this final puzzle. And had we... Had we like failed the fifth attempt, we would have failed the room oh at the final hurdle. Doing something so straightforward as square equals two, triangle equals four, therefore it is two, four, da, da, da. really basic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> chucking, chucking a load of time pressure yeah. at the end mm. and what watch human beings screw up. The best way to offset that is with two pints before the room, I found. That's the sweet yeah. spot, is two beers... Two yeah. beers and you're great at ball, escape rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Negotiations yeah. for, you know, foreign policy. <laughs> you're good at all sorts of things after two beers. Yeah. That explains all the parties in Lockdown at Checkers. They were just getting their brains <laughs> yeah. lubed up before some intense negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> so let's unpack that then. So, because that's true, Anna, like that's a yeah. thing. Definitely with the pool. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, the, but it's not just pool, it's anything that requires. Or and maybe anything that gets sabotaged badly by nerves, like loads of actors and have been famous actors have been known to drink before going mm. on, yeah, to calm their nerves and then give beautiful performances, <laughs> uh, but but need to be a little bit uh, squiffy for them, but only a little bit, and then many of them become massive alcoholics and it ruins their lives. But it's a thing, isn't it? It's it's taking off that frazzled edge that that sabotages you Mm. the the best analogy that i've heard for the way that beer um makes you smarter i think this came from cheers was that if you look at a herd of buffalo or wildebeest in africa they only move as fast as the slowest member of the herd so your brain cells are the buffalo it only moves as fast as the slowest brain cell alcohol kills brain cells in the same way that a lion (gasps) kills wildebeest Lions go for the weakest and slowest members of the pack. <laughs> Therefore, overall, the average speed of the pack increases because the slowest have been picked off. I love so, this. So drinking two beers oh. before an escape room <clears throat> means that you're smarter because you've killed off all the dust. <laughs> I'm going to have to steal that fact. That is amazing. That's a great... I would, like that. Would we, would we say fact? Yes. That's a true fact. Yes, we would. True Completely fact. true, Absolute. real. <laughs> that, that is a true fact. Not fake <laughs> news. <laughs> not fake news. From truth. <laughs> truth social. <laughs> Beatly. So there you go. <laughs> That's my excuse. That was beautiful, Jamie. I love that. Um, and actually... Oh, we we got to get a brain surgeon on. <laughs> you were going to say we got to get a brain cell. We've got we to get, get one. Brain. <laughs> we got to get one brain cell and test it. Let's get cells. a neuroscientist um, and an alcoholic on at the same time and see who's smarter. But there's something there's something there. There's a self-sabotaging element of the way that we react to stress that is neutralized by just a little of the depressing influence of alcohol and just a little. Yeah. We should test this scientifically by getting a bunch of us different degrees of pissed and do an escape room and see who has the best time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I know for a fact who has the best that six beers is not good no. to solve an escape room. Have you room. done this? Yes. Have you done an escape room? Trash? Yeah, we. this is years ago. We, did, we went to a launch of an escape room. and A launch a, as well? There was oh, a bar. Gosh. There was a bar on site and we were waiting for some friends. They were running late. So we just we were just necking cans of cider. 
um, at the bar. By the time they got there, we were pretty smashed. Oh, no. So we did the room. Didn't get out. Failed miserably. <laughs> it was their hardest room as well. We failed miserably. Uh, we got out. They felt a bit bad for us. So they said, guys, do you want to try another room? We're just wrapping one up. It's going to take about an hour, half an hour, whatever, to get it sorted. Yeah, okay. Oh, no. A couple more beers in the bar. <laughs> We didn't get out of that second room. Uh, we were so late getting out. We had to ask them to let us out because we were going to miss our bus. Um, and we were there. All the staff were there, like, eating pizza because they had a successful launch party. We were still there, completely fucking up this room. So one day I'm going to go back sober and beat those rooms. And smash it. it. So bad, that performance. It was awful. Oh, no. Wow. Amazing. Fun, but <laughs> terrible. Jamie, you've just made me, Emma, Anna, and everybody out in the world listening feel so much better about their worst performances. You are so welcome. I'm I'm, I'm a walking confidence course. You look at me and feel better about yourself. On that note, guys, I think the bar is closing. It's time to head home. Time for a kebab and a pee in an alley. Oh, yeah. Some cheese. Yeah, Dan Caroline Street. Let us leave the radish and what Emma said. <laughs> oh, shut up. You said it. You, you named it. You, you, yeah, I said it. You chose it. I didn't. John, it was all your fault. Find a nice, quiet wall to mash into. There it is. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> night, everybody. Drive safe. A nice wall. Bye, guys. Love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. 